Waiting on Love. Song of Songs 8-4. Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Welcome back to another inspirational moment from historical Christian romance novels. Waiting to have sex until you are married is a topic that is near and dear to my heart for two reasons. One, I've watched many family and friends suffer the consequences of having sex outside of marriage, and because it does not align with God's precepts, therefore it blocks his blessings. And two, is because I waited to have sex until I was married, and I can say the blessings he has bestowed upon our marriage was worth the wait, and I want others to experience this too, because nothing compares to being each other's one and only. In the novel, The Heart of a Cowboy, Flynn reflects on a past relationship. On page 145, it says, After stirring up physical longings with Helen, now it was all the harder for him to control his desires. He reckoned that was one of the reasons the good book said not to stir up love before the time was right for it. In a culture that's riddled with the lie from the pit of hell that sex is just sex and you can and should participate whenever you want with whoever you want, it is refreshing to read a romance novel that shines the light of truth on this lie. God's word is the standard for truth. You will never find verses in the Bible that condone sex outside of marriage. You will, however, find many verses that warn you against it and tell you that death and destruction follow those who are slaves to their fleshly desires. 1 Corinthians 6.18 states, Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Flee is the key word in that verse. Flee means to run away as if the devil himself were chasing you. So he doesn't say just turn away. He doesn't take it lightly. He is literally telling you to flee, run as if the devil were chasing you. The other thing pointed out in that verse is that this is a sin that uh, hurts our own body. Let's just stop and think. Most people don't like to talk about this, but... Think about all of the sexually transmitted diseases that people suffer and sometimes will suffer their entire rest of their lives with because they chose to feed their sexual desires rather than saying, I'm going to stay pure until I am married. Just a little food for thought. And I know it's not a fun food for thought for sure. It's not something we like to dwell on, but something to think about, especially if you are currently in a situation where you are tempted or you're being pressured, you need to stop and think about the consequences that come from that. It's not, it's really not worth it. The fleeting moment of having your lust fulfilled, which is just literally a fleeting moment, isn't worth it. It isn't worth it. I am telling you, it's worth waiting for love because love is consistent and strong and stays. It doesn't flee away. It's not fleeting. I will say you will find many verses on how those who wait until marriage are showered in God's many blessings because sex is a gift from God to man and wife. This is because those who obey God's commands are blessed by him. I strongly encourage you to read 1 John. It's full of encouragement as it speaks to following God's commands and measuring everything to God's word. If it doesn't align with God's word, it's a lie. Period. 
Song of Songs is also a wonderful book to read. It's a beautiful picture of the kind of love and passion God blesses a man and wife with. And all you have to do is obey his commands. And I'm not going to read all of 1 John to you, but there were a few verses I wanted to pull out just to encourage you today. So the first comes from two, chapter 2, verses 3 through 8. We know that we have come to know him if we obey his commands. The man who says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But if anyone obeys his word, God's love is truly made complete in him. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. Dear friends, I am not writing you a new command, but an old one, which you have had since the beginning. This old command is the message you have heard, yet I am writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in him and you because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. I'm going to skip ahead to chapter 3, verses 7 through 10. Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. He who does what is right in righteousness, just as he is righteous, he who does what is sinful is of the devil because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in him. He cannot go on sinning because he has been born of God. This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not a child of God, nor is anyone who does not love his brother. So who are you listening to? Hey, do they live a life that shows they are living in obedience to God's word? If not, I you shouldn't be listening to them, right? They're going to end up leading you astray. And I'm going to read just a couple more. So in chapter 4 verses 4 to 6, you deal sorry, you dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us, but whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. So again, really great advice there in trying to determine what's truth and what's not. And then chapter 5, verses 1 to 5. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. This is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out his commands. This is love for God, to obey his commands, and his commands are not burdensome, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. I just love those little nuggets of truth. That's what I like to call them. They're really great to go back to if you are in a state of, I don't know what's true anymore. I'm, I'm just telling you, you line it up to the word of God. If it doesn't line up, it's, it's a lie. And this lie that I talked about earlier about sex really isn't a big deal. You can just feed your fleshly desires is truly a lie because it brings destruction on its heels. And if you were to ask anyone who has had sex outside of marriage and they were being honest with you, they would say 
that sure it was great for the moment in the moment right the pleasure they saw in the moment but afterwards i'm sure if they're being honest they would tell you that they were left feeling broken shameful and guilty and that is exactly what the devil does he takes you down a path lets you feel that pleasure for just a fleeting moment and then he leaves you alone broken and shattered but our god is the god of second chances So if you're like Flynn and you had sex outside of marriage, but now desire to live for God, he will make you new. When you enter into a new relationship and you choose to follow his commands in that relationship, he will give you the strength to do the things his way. And if you obey, he will bless your marriage beyond your imagination. So I'm going to leave you with this thought. Don't trade love for fleeting lust. Love is worth the wait. Thank you for tuning in to my inspirational moment from historical Christian romance novels. I hope you were inspired to pursue God just as he pursues you. For he wants none of his children to perish, but rather he wants you to spend eternity with him in heaven. So if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I invite you today to join your brothers and sisters in Christ and secure your spot in heaven. Join me in this simple prayer and your life will be changed forever. Dear Lord, I know I am a sinner, for man is not good apart from you. I thank you for bearing the punishment of my sins on the cross, and I ask today, Lord, that you would forgive me, wash away my sin, and make me new in you. From this day on, Lord, walk with me until the day you call me home. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me today, welcome home, my friend. And if you accepted Jesus as your Savior, I'd love to know. So please leave me a comment below this post or email me at literaryscape at literaryscape.com as I would love to pray for you as you begin this amazing journey with God. God bless and see you next time.